So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast with Chase from Saving Vice. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, when did the band start? Was yeah. that the question? Yep. So the band started, well, number one, we started out in Burlington, Vermont, out of a little apartment, born, uh, born out of Craigslist ads. Oh. Um, that's how we all assembled from each other. Um, we probably started off, it's probably getting close to five years now. Um, yeah, we've been taking it really seriously for probably four, the first year, year and a half. We were kind of just like playing shows, you know, like this is really fun. But then we started taking it serious, treating it like a business, um, after we got that fun out of the way. Uh, saving Vice, um, one thing that we all have in common throughout all our lives, we're all different in a lot of different ways. Um, it's actually funny because if we were in a band, I doubt we would even hang out that much because we're all just so different. Um, uh, but one thing we all have in common is the fact that music is something that has helped us for our entire lives through every hard time we've had, through every happy time, through anything we could possibly go through. Music has been there to help us, to guide us, and to uh, make our lives easier. And that's uh, the advice that we all have. And I think that's something uh, to be happy about. Okay. That's really cool. I really like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That was also born in a uh, Burlington bedroom. We all just huddled around each other, <laughs> going, going off the lists, and then we found that one. We're like, yeah, I like that one. Like, that one sounds good. Okay, <laughs> so if you had a list, what were some of the mm-hmm. other band names? If you can remember. Oh, I honestly could not tell you. I can tell you that the, the rest of them were awful, though. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're not feeling any of them. This one was like, okay, we can work with this. But all the other ones were just, mm-mm. All right, two thumbs down. <laughs> well, you got some newest releases, your EP, Binary, and your album, Hello There. How do you felt the response to those so far? It's been staggering, honestly. Even though we haven't had the ability to, we played them. Um, one show since our release of Hello There, obviously because of the pandemic. Uh, but we were able to play a sold-out show uh, in our hometown, which uh, we haven't been in our hometown in a while, which felt amazing to see everybody come. Because uh, we last time we were there, we were playing in a much smaller venue. We had a much smaller crowd. But then as years came and we have uh, grown, we finally came back, and I felt finally like we are we are like acclimated to something that I'm really proud of, and especially in our hometown, to get see that kind of love is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's something you'd like see in a movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything uh, regarding Hello There is awesome. Even though we weren't able to tour, it's been awesome seeing all the positive feedback and with Binary, seeing everybody talk about which song is their favorite, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's awesome. I just love seeing it, and it never gets old. And it's the, one of the few happy things that's happened through this pandemic that makes me feel better. Even though uh, recent uh, all this music, it just makes everything feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes it feel a little bit normal, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the EP cover art or uh, uh, EP name? Uh, so, um, with the cover art specifically, nothing really. It was kind of just like the color scheme we were really vibing with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like wanted something simplistic, something deep but simplistic. Um, so we went with that. Um, I we really like it just because the complimentary neon colors, but also makes me think of like Cosmo and Wanda from Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> um, but binary is kind of just like a play on because Tyler and I uh, work off of each other really well. But in this um, in this instance, we're splitting off from each other. Uh, my song Simulation that comes first, and that's explicitly all me. The first time it's been all me. Um, with a song that I wrote, and then the next song goes into Spire, just on a song that Tyler all wrote, 
um, that and they have their own uh, separate meanings, um, but they're both more like uh, more fun meanings, more adventurous, less emotional kind of stuff, but more fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's solid. Solid. So, can you tell me about your writing process for that EP? So this EP was something different than we've ever gone through before. Uh, we have always taken pride in being DIY. Um, so this was our, we almost entirely self-produced this EP. Um, oh, wow. usually, usually we go drive somewhere. Usually we go to um, like Randy Pascarella. He's our good friend in If I Were You. Uh, and he, uh, we bang out like some songs or an album throughout a couple weeks or a couple days, whatever we're planning to do. Um, but for this one, we were able to take our time, number one, which is super important. We didn't have to like schedule days months in advance. We were able to take mm-hmm. our time with it. Um, what happened was Robbie gave us each an instrumental. Um, mine came first. He sent over the instrumental. Uh, we had a mock name for it at one point that I can't remember for the life of me. We all we had mock names for all our songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started writing. So I started writing for that. And then Tyler got his instrumental uh, from, and Robbie does the majority of our writing. He sends us like a bass layout, like you guys can write to this, and then we'll make adjustments as we go on. Um, so uh, we were able to start writing for those songs. And uh, Robbie, Tyler, and I all live in Vermont. So once uh, Tyler and I had our uh, lyrics down, uh, we were able to uh, drive to uh, Vermont. It's like in still in Vermont, like two and a half hours away from us. So <laughs> yeah. So it's a drive nonetheless, um, but we got there and we were able to take our time, record, and there's something that it feels entirely different than releasing Hello There or releasing Color Been Dark because it was so much more work on our end, but it, it was also because of that, it was very rewarding. And it's something we're definitely going to be keep doing in the future. Um, we've seen nothing but positive results about it. I think the mix came back uh, better than we all expected, and that's all we can really ask for. All right. <clears throat> So, why is the EP only two songs? What's the idea behind that? So, originally, because like, uh, like I said, my song came first, and we were just going to add it to the catalog of songs we're going to release, because we have probably a catalog of, um, I want to say, six to ten songs right now that are in the process of being made that we have plans for in the future. Um, so, we, that was just going to be a, a regular like song that Tyler and I were both on. But then Tyler came up with the idea of, um, because of the pandemic, focusing one song so I could write, which is cool with my, uh, with my song, because I usually don't get a chance to hop on a chorus, because obviously we tend to go a little more sing-song on that. But, um, so I got to write a screaming chorus, which is something I've always kind of wanted to do. Um, and um, Tyler, got to, uh, ta- Tyler got to tackle his, but yeah. Okay. It was just Experimenting, I guess. Yeah, a lot of experimentation. A lot of things we've done different on this that we are going to continue doing in the future. It's exciting. Yeah. Can you tell me about your headspace while creating that EP? So this was in the midst of the pandemic, obviously. So everything was went back and forth between being very chaotic to not a lot happening. Um, so it made it very easy to be inspired, number one. With everything happening, it was very easy to be inspired. Um, and so it was actually almost hard to choose what we wanted to write about. Um, but it was a very, well, not rushed mindset, but like this is something we uh, want to do to represent how hard we've been working still in the pandemic. So um, it felt like it was very important. It was a priority for us, even though we took our time. Um, 
but we it was something that we really wanted to perfect. And I like to think that we did our our best with it, but um, we were very clear-headed during the entire process. We knew what we wanted to do. We knew what direction uh, we wanted to go with it. And I think we're really happy with the product of it. I don't think any part of it was really that stressful, except maybe learning the little kinks of mixing and recording that we still had to figure out. But other than that, I think it was a very like easygoing process. I mean, you also had the time to learn how to mix and record and all that stuff because yeah, nothing but free time. And uh, that's also all Robbie. He's a he's a kid genius, man. I, I could go on and on about him. He's incredible, but yeah. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening through this EP? I think, uh, well, first off, we kind of just want people to be moshing in their bedrooms because we want to just super heavy with it. It's something we love to do. Obviously, we write, uh, we love the um, softer stuff, but we always want to write breakdowns. We always want to do something that's going to get people going. <laughs> uh, but what we really want people to feel from it is... Um, well, we do have messages in a song that we hope people are able to um, pick up on, but what we want people to be able to identify is that even though we, Tyler and I are both uh, in the same band, uh, dual vocalists, we both are able to do w pretty much whatever we need to do. We're both very comp competent vocalists. Uh, we're able to show off uh, both of our ranges, both of our abilities, and that way also, because there's always people who are uh, confused who's doing what well on the song sometimes if they're listening. So it's almost a way for, uh, to help differentiate uh, the two of us. Okay. Um, I, um, instead of because a lot of people look at us as like one unit when we're like two separate. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the songs themselves. Uh, so the simulation is about the uh, inevitable takeover of humans merging with technology and the all the pros and cons that's going to come with. Um, but how in the end it's probably going to be the thing that is our undoing how it's going to be the better form of what we are and we're not going to be able to control it any longer and they're um, and they're going to take over kind of like what we are currently but that's that one uh, and Aspire and uh, that's Tyler's song so Tyler's song is about um, going insane like a person going insane and uh, taking on like a different persona or a different character in order to uh, mend and cope with a past trauma or a past um, like horrifying event in their past. Okay. He also has like a little Easter egg. I don't know if he wants me to reveal the Easter egg. I'll, I'll let him do that. Okay. So, what artist influence can you hear on this That's uh, very broad because. Um, I'll go like song by song because both songs are really heavy. I my song is more heavy and like um a heavy like borderline deathcore kind of sense, and Tyler's is more like a a knock loose kind of sense. Yeah. Um, in mine, uh, I feel like you can definitely get a, a Silent Planet and Currents kind of vibe out of it. It's very heavy, uh, but it has that still that chorus that is a little bit more atmospheric. It uh, has that nice lead that comes through, but it still it comes through with a really heavy breakdown at the end of it. Um, with Tyler's, um, definitely, um, like I said earlier, the knock loose kind of vibes. And I, you know, I'm going to say Currents for him again as well, honestly, because Currents has been something that uh, a model we're almost like been following for a little bit. They're an amazing band that have come up also. Uh, they're an amazing band uh, also uh, from the Connecticut scene. Um, but yeah. I mean, all good influences, though. So, 
can you describe your music for new listeners in three words as fast as you can off the top of your head? Energetic, emotional, chaotic. I like that. I like chaotic. <laughs> so, where do you see the band in the next five years? Where do I see the band in the next five years? Um, oh, man, there's a bunch of different ways this could go. Well, I'm going to assume the best, and the uh, pandemic clears out, and it's all happy town, and uh, we're all out of the woods. Um, in the next five years, I'd really like to see us being on constant tours. That's kind of where we were headed for this year until um, the pandemic happened. We had like a tour on the West Coast. We had we had um, a couple festivals we had in the works. So we were about to, uh, not into full-time touring, but getting towards full-time touring, which is a really big step. Um, but I would love to see us become full-time tour in those next five years, which I can see um, as absolutely possible. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't happen as long as this pandemic clears up and everything's good. I'd like to see us... Um, uh, we have an RV. I'd like to see us spruce that RV up. I like this, um, and as we get in, uh, further into, into the music industry and time goes, it seems like albums are kind of fading out. So I think we're going to be moving more to uh, like a single here, an EP here, maybe a small album every now and again kind of model. Um, but I, I want to just be kind of living off this band. Everybody has their own like side hustle as well. Um, Tyler has his own little clothing thing. He's starting. He's a uh, young aspiring graphic designer. He's really cool. He, uh, Sammy, he has Break Loose. Um, he has his clothing line. I just dropped my own clothing line, Low Point Apparel. Robbie is a kid genius, so he's going to be able to do whatever he wants. <laughs> so, um, the clothing yeah. line, will you guys have, like, super cool merch then, like, designer merch as well? Um, so, it, uh, our clothing lines are actually, uh, Sammy and I's clothing lines are very different um, than anything Saving Vice does. So, um, Saving Vice is all mostly done by Robbie. Again, I can't say it enough, dude, it's ridiculous. He does a lot of our in-house graphic design. Um, so, um, I outsource a lot of my graphic design. I have, um, a small mediocre amount of experience like Photoshop and Illustrator where I can do basic mock-ups and stuff like that, but I've been outsourcing to a lot of people in the scene that I know who are really talented and I'd love to, uh, like, represent them. And Sammy, uh, outsourced a little bit, but I know he does, um, a little bit of his own as well. And Tyler draws all of his own stuff. Yeah, his, um, is Reunion, I believe, Reunion on, uh, Instagram, but... Everybody has their own uh, unique take on it that differs gr pretty greatly from anything that Saving Vice drops. Because I think it's we all have input that we want to put into each merch drop. Like, oh, I think this would be cool. I think this would be cool. But now we're able to do like everything that we want and like just represent it in ourselves. Okay. All right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Uh, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Okay. Um... I would get yeah, so there's a local pizza place uh, in Vermont. Uh, it's the closest thing to New York pizza that we have around here. But I get a buffalo chicken pizza from Mr. Mike's. They're, it's incredible. If you're coming to Vermont, go to Burlington, get Mr. Mike's. Uh, they're amazing. And they have the best buffalo chicken pizza in Vermont. Um, so I'm going to get one of those pizzas and I'm going to probably go out with a, a chocolate shake from Alice French Fries, which is also. Uh, like just right around the corner from there because they have shakes that are like way too big pro probably lethal but that's okay I, I think that's probably the best way to go out bloated and unafraid 
Well, it might kill you before they can kill you. So yeah. that's that's the yeah. <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? If I could live in one, what was that? Fictional world. Fictional world. Oh my God, Pokemon! It's not even a not even a thought. I live in Pokemon a hard week. You'd have a hard time pulling me back into this world. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? My favorite color? Oh, God. Even though I wear a lot of black, purple is definitely my favorite color. It's just so... It's different and it's so bright and uh, it has just like... Like going back, it the meaning is very royal and it just pulls the eye no matter what you put it on. So uh, I really like purple. That's solid. And you're right, the most important question. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I'm, I guess I'll just plug my clothing line again. Just dropped it this month. I'm coming out with a, a winter drop in uh, December. Uh, Low Point Apparel on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check out the Binary EP. We just dropped that. And Hello There, we dropped that this year as well. We're putting out too much music. It's very overwhelming. Please listen to it. <laughs> Never too much music. Uh, Absolutely. Well, thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Chase from, Chase from Saving Vice, and we are the Good Noise Podcast.